Welcome to the podcast, Leadership is the Conversation. A discussion among today's top leaders on management and leadership topics. In today's episode, we continue our conversation with Jeremy Miller, Director of Marketing and Sales, and Steve Endeman, Manager of Marketing and Sales, and I'm your host, Rick Ainsworth. Last time, we were discussing the personal benefits of having a coach. This week, we shift our focus to the benefits a company receives from having coaches with an outside perspective. But one of the things that you both brought up is, you know, there's obviously a benefit to you guys individually to to work on development. But how does that translate to the company itself? What's the benefit for the company? I can start this time, Jeremy. You know, we've had a couple of incidences where, uh, you know, we've had to pull Tom or or Jim into circumstances that are live, Um, live circumstances that we need help on, that we need coaching on. And and really what we've seen that translate is into is, uh, you know, some really positive results, mm-hmm. um, you know, not to get too, too far into the weeds here, but, uh, you know, just lending that, uh, that third party, uh, you know, a, a situation and walking right. through that situation and then see yield results on the back end in another person's development. So, so kind of passing on, you know, a, a level down or a level over, uh, you know, what we've, what we've learned from, uh, from Equus. It's been a, a, a real positive, uh, it's yielded some real positive results. Yeah, I'll bet on that, Steve. It's that accelerated development curve, especially a smaller company that we're involved with. I mean, the bench is only so deep. So what can the company do to accelerate the growth of kind of those hypos, those right. high potential individuals that's been identified? How can you get them up to speed to where they're making meaningful contributions, um, both at the line level and then up into your leadership team? People that have that potential, most of the time, if you provide them the correct support, they will get there. But there are times when you need them to get there at a faster rate than they're going to get by themselves. Mm -hmm. And that coaching does. Well, and building on that too, Rick, uh, you know, what it's also done is not so much from the coaching, but from the interaction from our uh, foundations group, you know, just having the future leaders of the company working together um, just has really improved our chemistry overall at the uh, middle level. And uh, boy, it prepares tomorrow's leaders. Um, We all have areas of improvement and, uh, you know, building on those together. And uh, finding, you know, the, the, that the team does contribute to each, each other's success, I think, uh, you know, really has been a great learning experience for all of us. So, uh, you know, it's been, it's been great to get to know at a more personal level all of the different managers at the middle level. Yeah, and you bring up another benefit of, of coaching that I hadn't thought of, really, until you just brought it up, the networking piece of that. And, you know, when you think of some of the great teams, the coach was able – to bring disparate skills together and create, you know, a synergy, um, and, and that's kind of what you were talking about with the foundations group. Is you've brought together different pieces of the organization uh, that have different skill levels and everything, and the coach kind of helps bring those people together and helps the network. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, also let's not forget the speed to trust, uh, you know, at that level, you may know each other, you may pass each other in the hallway, right. but you don't truly know each other at a personal level. And until you reach those personal levels, um, you know, you, you, that speed to trust accelerates as Jeremy was pointing out earlier. And we, and we begin to trust each other to get the job done together. So, uh, you know, knowing that they're going to take care of their side of the uh, ball, we know that we can take care of ours and, and together we're, we're, we're stronger. Yeah, that's a great point. Rick, it's that the knowledge as well when we talk about the, the kind of synergy that you can build out of this. When you have, in our situation, when you have a couple coaches working with the organization, um, kind of in a, in a larger role as well and multiple people, they get to know that organization. Right. They get to know the people involved. Um, I can tell you from a, a book, both a personal and a company standpoint, um, some of the relationships that they've allowed me to or really worked with me on um, because of their knowledge, it would not be possible if they didn't know both individuals involved. Right. And kind of speeding up that speed to trust indirectly. Obviously, all coaching sessions are 100% confidential, but they have a unique and very skillful way of bringing you in the right direction without providing any confidential information can really help you in those interpersonal areas. So I, I think it's very valuable when you have someone with that intimate knowledge of the organization and the people involved, yet can provide you an outside perspective. You think about that, that's a very hard combination to find. Someone that knows the people well enough, but are not involved in the organization from a day-to-day -day basis. And that's what Equus, when they work with the company, um, really provides to, to us. Right. I couldn't have said it better. You, you've kind of hit the nail on the head there that they come in and, um, you know, it's not where they, they bring a, a prepackaged form of, okay, this is what you need to do. They come in and work with the organization, learn the organization, learn, learn the people within the organization, and then provide the coaching. Absolutely. Yep. That's exactly right. Great. Great. There's another area I kind of wanted to touch on with both of you because you're not only working with Jim and Tom as coaches, but you are also coaches yourself to people in your organization. So how has working with a coach made you a better coach to the people within your organization? I can start that one out, Rick, because that's been a significant benefit to me, um, especially as a young manager and leader. I'm mm -hmm. um, talking about learning those both at the same time. Um, Quite frankly, being able to see coaching and mentoring in person and going through it has made me a much better coach and mentor on my own. Um, it's get, What it does is giving you a couple role models um, that you can follow, um, that you're exposed to, um, that you see in action. Um, it also gives me an instant testing ground for my own development. Um, I'll give you a, a good example here. Um, one of the areas that I'm really trying to develop on is in the area of perspective. Um, and then mm -hmm. talking about how they can, with their knowledge of others in the organization, how they can weave this in and out. The same development area has come up in a need in one of my direct reports. What it's given me the ability to do is use those same tools and strategy that my coach has provided me um, in seeking out and kind of some things to try to widen my perspective. 
Um, it allows me to use those same tools and strategies right. um, with my direct report to help them through some of the same challenges, um, giving me that instant testing ground. I think we all learn by doing mm-hmm. a lot more yeah. than we learn just by reading or hearing. So being able to listen and then apply right away in my own coaching situations has been absolutely fantastic for me and one of the probably most beneficial personal development areas that I get out of my coaching. Yeah, that's a great point. And I would, I would, I would also echo some of those same thoughts uh, that Jeremy mentioned, but, but also turn it towards the questions that Jim and Tom ask. Um, I think Equus just does a great job of asking the right questions during our coaching sessions. And, you know, from that, you know, taking in leaders don't always have the answers. Um, and, and I certainly don't have all the answers, but boy, if I could learn to ask better questions, uh, you know, and I have done that during our sessions is, uh, you know, try to try to take the questions that I'm hearing from Tom and Jim and apply those same questions to uh, to, to some of the people that are direct reporting. So it has been a uh, it's been a great learning experience and uh, hopefully we can continue to gain some knowledge from that. A great point. Last area I want to talk about is your suggestions to others searching for a coach. And Jeremy, I think you said earlier you had a story about selecting a coach that I wanted to follow up on because you said it was a great story. So I want to make sure that we get our stories in here too. I love to tell a story. So for me, when I can just tell my personal kind of story on selecting a coach, um, and it started out with talking to people that I trust. Um, and then also trying to seek multiple opinions. Um, and one of them, I can still remember to this day, um, a conversation that I had with Ron at Equus. Um, now, take keep in mind, Ron did not know me well. I didn't know Ron well. Right. But Ron just went through um, the 360 with me, mm-hmm. and he just administered that. Um, so really – Talk about a someone just getting into a management and leadership role and being given a book that's about 120 pages <laughs> just on you. Boy, um, the person administering that has a deep insight to who you are and what you right. need. And what Ron brought to the table is not only did now he know my strengths and weaknesses from the 360 – He knew Jim and Tom as well as anyone that I had access to. So I really wanted to focus on with Ron, um, knowing what he knew about me now, going through this process with me, um, where did, I really wanted to hear where he suggested I start with. Um, And we discussed the choice between the two. We discussed the pros and the cons. Um, His insights really helped make it clear to me who to start with. Um, but I also didn't forget the second part of his suggestion, and it actually mm-hmm. just led to action here in the last year. And the second part of that suggestion is I believe it's very important you get exposure to both. Right. Um, so I have the, I mean, and really the joy of being our work in this program um, longer than most um, at my company. Um, and that gave me the luxury after about two and a half years of working the gym with Jim, I switched to Tom. And I'll right. be honest, I would not have done that if one, back to pushing me out of my comfort zone, switching midterm is absolutely out of my comfort zone. Right. I developed a very, very close relationship with Jim. 
and switching, I'll tell you what, was a little nerve-wracking. Um, but I went back to that advice that I was given right at the beginning to get exposure to both, and they're both going to be able to provide a deep perspective um, into and, and just a different perspective. Um, so that definitely went into what I did. So when you're searching for a coach, I mean, talk to multiple people, find that circle of trust, but also find people that really know the coaches that you're considering working mm -hmm. with and, and take that perspective into consideration. Yeah. And I, building on what Jeremy said, uh, boy, asking other people, you know, about the two coaches that were presented to us, uh, was really beneficial to me making my selection. And I, I got to tell you, it was, it was a difficult decision because I had weaknesses that both of them could help me with. Right. So it was, it was hard to, hard to understand which one do I want to work on first, you know? So that was really, really hard. I, I even went to Jeremy about it, uh, uh, and, and, and asked Jeremy, you know, which one do you think, you know, and he's like, Hey, you need to make that decision. But it was it was an interesting one because I didn't expect it to be a difficult decision. But, uh, you know, prioritizing what uh, what you wanted to work on first was uh, was really uh, trying to find the right coach that had a different style, that had different strengths, that had different weaknesses, that saw your blind spot. You know, so, uh, you know, in selecting mine, uh, you know, I don't think I could have went wrong. Uh, and, and, and the, and the great thing about Equus is they give us the opportunity that once you select a coach, if you need to use the other coach, uh, feel free to do that. And I've had the opportunity like Jeremy to, to learn and, and build from both of them. So, uh, it's been a great experience. Um, we've covered a lot of territory today, but I, I, I want to make sure that I've covered everything with you guys that you guys wanted to talk about. So was there any areas that I missed that, that you would like to add to? And Rick, I, I would add that uh, don't underestimate that while you're also, um, uh, you know, building personally from it and improving personally from it, uh, you know, yeah, you get the you get the professional development. Now, let's not forget that uh, we all want to improve professionally here, mm -hmm. and that's why we're here. But at the same time, man, I want to be a better person. So translating some of the things that I've been, you know, uh, uh, that I've learned from in our coaching sessions to the personal side of things, it has really helped me at home, you know, and, and be a more balanced individual here. So uh, that's been a that's been a fantastic uh, uh, ad, added benefit to this. Thanks, Jeremy and Steve, for joining us in this two-part episode. We really would like for you, our listeners, to share your thoughts on today's conversation by visiting us at our website, www.equisconsulting.com. We'd also love to hear from you on topics you'd like to hear us discuss. Keep the conversation going. Until next time.